Welcome to Alphabet Fly Encyclopedic Marvel uh, Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is a person who went to Uranus. Jordan! It wasn't a pleasant trip. Hi! Hi! So today we're going to be talking about Marvel Boy, not that one. Not, okay, not so that one. Not the one in the Young Avengers. <sighs> Okay, Not that one. The Marvel boy that I that I can remember was one of the was one of uh, Captain Marvel's kids or offspring. Or no, not that one. Okay, so oh god, so I don't know which I don't know which one this is. Then no, you don't. Uh, this is the this is the first Marvel boy. The first. Okay, yeah. Um, what would you think Marvel boy would dress up as? See, I I can't help but think of him like ca- dressing up like Captain Marvel. God, I ca- I honestly cannot think cuz it's just such a generic name. Did you think Quasar? It's Quasar's outfit, but he wears short pants. Wow. It's just Quasar with short pants. Wow. It's pretty much the same thing, except I don't think he's a Midwesterner. Huh. It's, it's Quasar's outfit. Um if you don't know who Quasar's is, uh, I mean, listen to my Quasar episode, I guess. I don't, you know. You know, Quasar. One of the 70s cosmic people that Marv Wolfman tried to push real hard. I don't know. I don't like Quasar that much. In fact, I don't really like much cosmic Marvel stuff until, like, 2010, so, like, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, that's so yeah. understandable. Yeah, so, we have, uh, so his real name is Robert Grayson. Okay. Uh, he is a adventurer. Oh, just self-styled adventurer. No other job. No, that's that's code name for homeless. Uh, <laughs> he's uh, not known to the general population of Earth, um, and he's a citizen of the States with no criminal award, uh, criminal record, and an adopted citizen of the Iranian uh, uh, colony of Internals. Oh God, he's an Eternal. No. Okay. He was adopted. Oh. Also, he finds a lot of dead internals later, so I'm okay with it. Uh, <laughs> his other, his other alias was a crusader, not that crusader, the one that was basically Mike Pence, but with the power of ghosts of crusaders. Listen to my crusader episode if you want to listen. If you want to know about the crusader, it's a explicitly Christian villain. His place of birth was Trenton, New Jersey. His place of death was New York City, and. He's single. Hmm. Um, and uh, his known relative is Horace Grayson, the grandfather. I mean, sorry, is his father, who's de- who's deceased. And he was a special operative of the U.S. government. Yeah. Uh, and his first modern appearance was Fantastic Four, issue number 164. But we're not counting that one. We're going by the actual first appearance. Which Uh-oh. is a Marvel Boy in uh, December, uh, December nineteen fifty. They gave him uh, his own comic, the the Lost World, Flash, the Eyes of Death, and I'll send you a link to a thing. Um. So this has a fun. Uh, this has a real fun. Uh, thing. 
An alien from Uranus sends us back to son who was born on Earth, but fled from Nazis back to his birthplace amongst humanity. A Uranian becomes an Earthling once again. Thus begins the tale of Marvel Boy. And there's only two tales of Marvel Boy in the 50s, because there was two issues. <laughs> there was exactly two. There was exactly two. Uh, so, I mean, if you want to have a complete collection of Marvel Boy from the 50s. It, do you think they sell for cheap? I doubt they do. So yeah, his final appearance was Fantastic Four, issue 165. So his first modern appearance was right before he died. <laughs> and he dies in a very metal way. I love the way he dies. More than I like how Blizzard, who just like the Iron Man of 2020, is just like, hey, get out of my way. And then vaporizes him. More than that one. So, so it was, what, 464 and 465? Yep. Or no, no, 164. Oh, 164. 65. Robert Grayson was the son of an astrophysicist, Dr. Horace Grayson, born uh, a grab shield, a, a German Jew who immigrated from the United States when Adolf Hitler began his rise to power in Germany. Fearing Nazi reprisal for losing a renowned scientist like himself and dreading the worldwide war, he believed was inevitable. Grayson believed uh, work in America... He well, he began work on a, in America on a private spacecraft to take himself and his infant son to outer space. Oh, so gain not just leaving the country, gain off the planet. Yeah. Uh, originally, Grayson attended, uh, intended to orbit the moon until such time he in, deemed it safe to return to Earth. Grayson uh, sought a loan to, to build his spaceship. From his friend Calvin uh, McClary, the president of Grover Cleveland's National Bank. McClary, however, turned down Grayson's loan application. Probably because he put spaceship on the loan you know, application. It's like, why are you getting this? Spaceship. And they're just like, no. This is, this is not the kind of, mo- kind of projects that Grover Cleveland's bank will pay for. <laughs> I, I kind of want to get try to apply for a loan <laughs> and just put spaceship. <laughs> and just see see what they do. Grayson's long effort to make radio contact with extraterrestrial uh, beings finally succeeded. He made radio contact with a colony of Eternals. Um, and I'm not going to read that because they were say it, but the you know the Eternals, the things I don't like, the the Eternals for uh, who left thousands of years uh, before. Sorry, wait. So they left Earth to go to Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, we're mature adults. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so, uh, the Iranian, the Uranian Eternals left Earth thousands of years ago. Before, and they're cur- they're kind of curious about what was going on, you know, with technology and culture. Uh, they gave Grayson, I, they gave Grayson via radio transmissions the knowledge needed to build a spaceship capable of interplanetary travel. And encouraged him to follow the signal, being that they were broadcasting from the point of origin. That sounds like a gamble. You know, uh, you know, if you're you figure that Nazis are going to kill you, you know, why not kill yourself in space? No, I mean on both ends. I mean, they start talking to this guy, and he's like, "I'm trying to escape war and these really terrible people," and they're like, "Oh, hey, you can come visit us." Well, 
Well, oh, well, sorry, I didn't. I skipped over the sentence I was going to say. Oh. Um, so they began broadcasting it. At, sorry, they so they encouraged him to follow the signal beam that they were broadcasting from its point of uh, origin, Uranus. <laughs> so, uh, believing that the Uranian colony uh, colony would be a better place to raise his infant son, Robert, on uh, than on Earth. He built the spaceship and journeyed to Uranus with the baby. Grayson left Earth uh, only weeks after McCleary rejected his loan application and shortly before World War II finally broke out. I mean, he has a little bit to go before World War II actually reaches, like, you know, America. Yeah. And that was, like, one place that's off of a mainland, you know? We did kind of swoop in and do a lot of kill stilling. <laughs> so um, upon arriving on Uranus uh, Dr. Grayson and his son were met with open arms and uh, by the Eternals the Uranus colony was completely contained within a small five mile, uh, five mile diameter no, that's not how you say it. Diameter. I can't say it. Five miles. Circle. Circle. Five miles. Circumference? Around. Circle thing. Five. <laughs> times. Miles. I mean, diameter is the line through the, the D- circle. Diameter. That's how you say it. Okay. <laughs> diameter. Uh, uh, and it was like a, like a dome that like protected them from the intense cold and poisonous atmosphere outside. Dr. Grayson and his son were given special wristbands that contained advanced technology that could manipulate gravitrons, which are gravity particles. Particles, yeah, enabling them to resist uh, Uranus's gravity. <laughs> uh, uh, Uranus's gravity. Get it? Get it? Get get okay. Which is far stronger than Earth, um, giving. Given the Earth bands, uh, the Uranus. I'm sorry, I keep on. I said Uranus again. The Graysons could move about uh, Uranus as as if it had Earth level gravity. Doctor Grayson was enamored by the uh, tiny, peaceful uh, Uranian uh, community and decided to make it a place of his the places for him to home. For for their own part, their uh, the internals were eager to hear news from the world that spawned uh, them millennia ago, and listen wrapped, and listen wrapped attention about Doctor Grayson's discourse about life on Earth. Grayson was raised as a young uh, Iranian internal, given scientific education far beyond that he can learn on Earth. Still, Robert is still curious about the world of his birth, and finally, at the age of seventeen, he convinced his father to let him go there. Before his departure, the young young Grayson was given more advanced pair of the energy manipulating wristbands. It was shown how to use them to absorb and reflect light, and to use it as a weapon. Grayson suggested that his that Robert use the wristbands to fight evildoers on Earth, and Robert Grayson traveled to Earth aboard his father's spaceship, uh, and that's been re- refurbished by the uh, Uranian technology. It made it back in a fraction of time that Grayson's original voyage from Earth to Uranus took. On Earth, he followed his father's suggestion and almost and used his almost superhuman skills and advanced knowledge and wristbands to battle crime 
in order to spread the Uranian wave peace. Robert was called Marvel Boy on Earth and established a solid reputation as one of the 1950s preeminent costume crime fighters. Oh. So he was back way back then. Yep. So, um, he raged his personal crusade for three years before receiving urgent summons from his father to return to Uranus. Dr. Grayson was in poor health, and the Uranians, unfamiliar with his particular ailment, were having difficulty giving him medical treatment. Robert, therefore, set out once again for Earth and to obtain a wide variety of medical supplies to take back to Uranus. Robert asked McCleary for a loan for purchasing the, the supplies, but McCleary turned him down. <laughs> <A certain> <laughs> <laughs> uh, Why did he... <laughs> So, son, when you're on Earth, if you need money, ask this douchebag who designed me before. I'm sure he'll give you a loan. So, okay, first off, McCleary turned him down, asserting that his board of directors would never believe that Horace Grayson was still alive on another planet. Why does that matter? He's going to be off the planet by the time (laughs) they learn. Eventually, Robert uh, obtained the supplies he needed and returned to Uranus with only discover that some unknown disaster had destroyed the dome that shielded the colony from the natural Uranian uh, environment. Unlike the Eternals who remained on Earth, the Uranians were not virtually invulnerable. Hence, all the atap- uh, inhabitants of the colony, including Dr. Grayson and the Uranian woman who, whom uh, Robert had loved since boyhood, was killed and frozen by exposure to Uranus's harsh environmental condition. <laughs> uh, you know, Uranus has very harsh conditions. No, just, uh, so, uh, it's so hard to be... <laughs> uh, grief-stricken, uh, Robert Grayson wished that the colony... Grief-stricken, Robert wished that he had been at the colony to either prevent the disaster or perish by the sides of his loved ones, or to use a spaceship to rescue them. Robert believed that he would indeed been back on Uranus earlier if it had not been for McClary's rejection of his loan applications. Enraged, Marvel Boy decided to return to Earth and take revenge on, on McClary. Uh, in his financial empire. You know what? You know what, Marvel Boy? You get there somehow. Let's take down capitalism together. Yeah, Come on. I mean, let's there's... do it. You have to get radicalized somehow. I feel like that. I mean, I understand. Like, honestly, I 100% understand him, where he's coming from. But that's very focused for, like, uh, like a space colony, like the death of the space colony. Like, normally mm-hmm. it's like a big bad. Like a real big bad out there. He's just like, I'm going to kill this baker. <laughs> it's, it's real good. I love what, it. Wait, what What did kill that, that uh, colony? Didn't, did, was Don't it know. Just... Don't know. Because I, I could have sworn we talked about this colony before. No, we talked about it. Yeah? We don't know. Oh. It just happened. Was this the one with Moondragon? No. Okay. No, that no, that was another. No, that okay. was another thing that Moon the Moon Drag is not a good person. Okay. <laughs> um. However, en route to Earth, Marvel Boy spaceship passed through the trails tail of a comet inexplicably. Radiation from the comet caused Marvel Boy to go into a state of suspended animation, which he aged very slowly into adulthood. 
finally, he finally revived from suspended animation when his spaceship crash-landed on Earth decades later. As a result of both of his intense grief over the death of the Uranians, and his father and his girlfriend, and the effects of the comic radiation, Marvel Boy went had just became just totally cuckoo. Just cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And he named himself the Crusader. And he was just like, I'm going to fight against all that's evil and corrupt in society, beginning with Kevin McClurry, because I hate capitalism. I'm going to kill the bakers. Hopefully... Then you, then you go to the landlords. Billionaires. I mean, you just need to focus this rage. Mm-hmm. Focus it. No. Maybe maybe build, like, a bunch of guillotines for, like, you know, the common people. Actually, it's so the Crusader struck McClary with a hurled mass of concrete, nearly killing him, and attempting to destroy McClary's financial empire, and attacked by various branches of the and attacked various branches of the, the Glover, Grover Cleveland National Bank. The Crusader used his weapon weapons energy manipulation energy manipulating wristbands that were more advanced and powerful than those used in the fifties as as Marvel Boy. The Fantastic Four attempted to halt the Crusader's rampage. In an effort to defeat them, the Crusader recklessly manipulated the controls of his wristband and augmented their power. He thereby caused his wristbands to absorb too much solar energy, and they overloaded and disintegrated Robert Grayson in a blind flash of energy. All that was left of him was his energy-manipulating wristbands. This guy killed himself with a goddamn sun. It's so, like, can you imagine, it was just like, okay, I'm gonna, like, like, it's you, you are fighting someone, and they're just like, holy crap, what am I gonna do? And they're just like, I'm, and, and they just, they hold their wrists, they hold their arms up, and they just disintegrate themselves. <laughs> it's pretty metal. So, um, and then, like, later, blah, 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 um, the wristbands were left, and then they were taken to Proctor's Pegasus, which were then given to Quasar at one point. Oh, yeah. And he dresses up kind of like what Marvel Boy looks like. Oh, that's why this sounds familiar, because this tied into Quasar's energy bands, and yeah, you gloss they you had to gloss over that whole st- crazy story. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so I yes. think you, I think you mentioned him disintegrating himself as well. Yeah, yeah, I have. I've mentioned him disintegrate himself before. That was at the beginning of the story instead of the end, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, so he has... I mean, he has, like... Like, he's 5'10", weighs 150 pounds, blue eyes, blonde hair. He could shoot lasers or manipulate the energy. He could do, like... He, he could do, like, Green Lantern stuff with it. Kinda, and he can fly. Go through space, like you know, it's whatever. It's he 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 dies in his first. He dies in one issue of his first modern appearance. I don't care. I'm gonna <laughs> just I'm just gonna say it here. I just like how it, that he killed himself by disintegrating himself with the sun. So, that's him. That's Marvel Boy. N- not Best Boy. <laughs> you know, just just Marvel Boy. Okay, uh, I have one question to ask for you. Are they still dead? Is he still dead? I'm gonna say no. They brought him back, didn't they? No. No? Uh, Let me... 
Let me see. What's what's his real name? Robert Grayson. Oh, there's a duplicate. Oh. Yeah, so he did he did wait, no, wait. He worked with Agent of Atlas. I mean, let me dig into a little bit more. I think he might still be alive. Huh. But yeah, like, he's working with Agent of Atlas, which is a book that came out very recently. Yeah. And by very recently, I mean, like, in the last, like, ten years. Oh, wait, no. This is the Gorilla Man and Jimmy Woo Agents of Atlas, though, that he yeah. was part of, right? That's, yeah. Okay. That came out, yeah, that came out, like, ten years ago. Oh, I'm... Yeah, okay. I'm I'm thinking of yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there there's Age of Atlas now, but it's all the like major Asian American no well, Asian characters. There's more than Asian American characters, but there's mostly Asian American characters in it. Huh. But like he shows up in some of those, um as the Uranian, though. He shows up in the full run of the Age of Atlas that came out in two thousand nine. Hmm. Uh so wait, that's that's the duplicate of him. Yes. Okay. I think he first showed up. Yeah, he first showed up. It's it was all like the it's seven heroes from like the fifties. So Jimmy Woo. Mm-hmm. There was uh, unfortunately mostly fighting the Yellow Claw back then. Yep. Um, the Gorilla Man, Namora, Venus, and uh, Marvel Boy slash Iranian. And the human robot. Uh, he, I guess he came back in 2006 when they did a short run of the Ages of Atlas. Huh. Um, and he kind of showed up here and there. Like, he showed up a few times in The Incredible Hercules, uh, Fear Itself. Apparently there was a book called Marvel Boy the Iranian that was, like, three issues? One more issue than his original Marvel Boy run. Yeah, they also had... Uh, so, apparently, if you wanted to, you can read both the uh, Golden Age Marvel Boy classics and when he kills himself in the Fantastic Four, <laughs> if you buy the trade paperback of Marvel Boy the Uranian. Oh, boy. I might look into that. I have a whole thing about reading short stories, short Marvel stories. Maybe, maybe I should see if that's on Comicology. Um, I think we might be finished, honestly. I don't know. Do you have anything else to say? Mm, nah, I think we've probably giggled enough about his, about where he's from. He's like, not, I don't, I mean, I'm not saying he's bad by any means, but he's not like, great. Yeah. I mean, maybe. He got, maybe. He got, he got misguided, but he got misguided the right way. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that was something. I mean, he also killed himself the sun. I mean, that's fun. Okay, I think we're pretty much done, so. Okay. Um, so, d- do your plugs, I guess. Uh, you can find me usually posting on Facebook on the uh, HodgePodge group, which is, which, you know, posts for Jesse's uh, podcast, but also you can find me on the Audio Entropy Facebook group, where... Basically, I just make sure people know when the new episodes are up. Yep, I don't feel like doing my plug, so I'm just gonna end the show now. Maybe I can get a little bit of cat noise in here. Okay, uh, bye. Bye.